The No New Friends Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. For the best in below-the-waist grooming, visit manscaped.com. Use promo code NNF for 20% off. That is manscaped.com. I think they're too young for it. Like, I very vaguely remember seeing it, but I don't remember what it's about. It's about this whiny, spoiled little brat. Like, even... I grew up on Caillou. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So <laughs> Bastard's been whining about a house for the past four weeks. That's all we effing hear about on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you can get another house. <laughs> I'm going to have to sell my sperm. <laughs> you know, it's this whole thing now. Uh, and he's hoping that if he whines enough, maybe someone will feel bad for him and accept his extremely low ball offer. <laughs> oh. Broadcasting from the Sandpiper Vacation Studios. It's time for the No New Friends Podcast. The podcast for adults who love to laugh at adulting. The good, the bad, and the funny. Okay, here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. It's showtime. It's showtime. That's right, you're listening to the No New Friends Podcast, voted number one by our friends and family. We are the podcast for adults who love to laugh at adulting. If you'd like to connect with us on all of our social media, all of our links are right there on our website, nonewfriendspodcast.com. While you are there, check out our really sweet merchandise. Join our clubhouse, become a friend with benefits, and be able to watch these things live as they are being recorded. Interact with other uh, Patreon members, it's super fun. Also, there is still a little bit of time left to nominate us for Orlando Weekly's Best of Orlando competition under the category Local Notables, Best Local Podcast, and also uh, Best Local Big Shot that's not a politician, Mary Reedy. My name is Scott. I am the host with me, as always, the queen of COVID, Mary. (laughs) Mary. (laughs) Everybody's favorite food truck critic and Mary's princess of COVID, Sarah. Hello. Our producer, Alex. Producer and history guy. And the scumbag reselling hoarder himself, Yabba the Hutt, Chris. You're a virgin who can't drive. Clueless. Yes! That was like without hesitation. I mean, come on. Who said it? What what actor said it? Oh, give you a hint. Brittany Murphy was She's the actress. She's very dead. Yes, yeah. yes. You don't even need the hint. Oh. She's super dead. Need the hint. Super dead. <laughs> She's dead, right? She's super dead. She's, She's very dead. Yes. Yeah. Very. She's very you know who's not Jimmy super Carter. dead? Jimmy, Jimmy Carter. And, and his wife was uh, just diagnosed with dementia, which is horrible. It's like it's like just. She doesn't so know if he's sadness. dead either. No, oh. that was not nice. <laughs> Sorry. Alex, we'll cut that. I wow. Cut soon. that. I don't know, yeah. guys. Come on. Too soon, Sarah said. Too soon. Well, at least at least she won't go through the pain of losing her husband. Uh, she won't know. She no no idea. This has got to be some Steve Steve the intern um, needs to look up the longest someone has survived once being placed into hospice care because this has got to be some sort of record. Well, Should we look it up? Oh, you know what? We're gonna get Steve on that right now. Actually, um, longest. What Perfect. would you even call that? Longest living spell. In hospice care, longest, <laughs> longest, yeah, what you call that? longest uh, time, I guess time, longest work, yeah. time, time period surviving while Long, being placed. Right, so longest care. time in ha- hospice. Oh, we got some competition. Right. We have some time to go. How long can a loved one be on hospice? So the overall answer to the question, how long does hospice last is dependent on the diagnosis. The maximum length eligibility is six months. Tick, 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 tick. 
Tick, 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 tock. Now there is, somebody said, somebody did answer to Quora, which is. Very reliable. Very reliable, exactly. Um, so someone said, um, oh, wait, that was, okay, here we go. In my experience, the Hospin RN, which I think it stands for real nurse, right? Yes, yes, that's um, what that means. For uh, 15 years, the longest time a person was receiving hospice care was four and a half reading years. Reading nurse, reading nurse. After 20 years, I still miss her. Eh, you didn't really have to add the end there. It was kind of sad. Yeah. But the four and a half years, so Jimmy, Jimmy Carter could have four and a half years, but I'll have to pay for it out of pocket. We know huh. that guy's not rich. You see his house? Not, not, a, not a great house. <laughs> Better than mine, though. I was going to yeah, say, Chris, I don't want to bring it up, but I feel yeah. like... Yeah, yeah, Spoiler alert, uh, I still don't have one. Right. Uh, Sarah, I need, I, I've got a project for you, okay? I, I know a way to end this whole Jimmy Carter thing uh, rather quickly. We're going to put him out of his misery. No, we're going to put him out of his misery. This is this is, this is is brilliant. Sarah, every week, I need you to bring us a Carter watch. Okay. Okay? Okay. So just a very quick snippet of what's going on with Jimmy Carter, what his <laughs> condition is. I need okay. an update every single okay. week from you. So I'm sure that during this broadcast, we will get an update that he has passed uh, because it's a brilliant idea for a, for a My bit. My news and... app just went off as you said that. <gasps> no. Okay? No. No. What nope. is it? We're good. I would die. I would die uh, right it's, now. It's, it's We're good. Okay. Flesh eating, flesh eating oh, bacteria off of the Florida beaches. Yes. That's not too bad. But Jimmy Carter is still alive. Yeah, that's fine. I hope Grayson okay. doesn't All right, so see Carter that. Watch. He's really upset with things that happen at the beach right now. He is. He is. Oh. It's, it's a bad okay. thing. Flesh eating. What? Flesh eating. Flesh eating bacteria. On, I thought Harvey Weinstein was in jail. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, just found. Wow. So, latest article, guys. As of May twenty fifth, uh, pulling back the curtain. Today is May thirty first. Jimmy Carter, three months in hospice, is happily meeting with family and enjoying ice cream. Gotcha. So pretty much uh, the life of Chris Yob. <laughs> oh, happily. I don't know. Do you think he's faking well, this whole dying thing maybe. just so he could just get ice cream and not be judged oh. for how much he's eating? Should I put myself on hospice? Because really then if I'm around thing. my family, because I live with my family, I just, you know, it'd be totally right. normal, right? So, you know, living with family and eating ice Absolutely. cream would just be a, just a normal day. And no one would, and then people would feel bad for me instead of feeling um, bad for me, actually. I guess, I guess. Yeah. I would, I would not be able to do Scott Summers right. anymore. Yeah. Because then it's then it's a hate crime. Oh, that's true. <laughs> wow, we yeah. gotta look into it. We'll get we'll get our we'll hmm. get our lawyers on. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of After Dark, I wanted to talk about After Dark real quick. So After Dark is that wait, Wednesday first of all, episode. I, I, I don't know if anybody mentioned After Dark. But no, not one on. person no. did. Pop off, but King. We'll, <laughs> all right, so we're yeah. You know what we'll do is when we edit this, and when I say we, I mean Alex. When Alex edits this. Um, we'll put a so we'll put somebody like a, like a robot saying after dark in there so that it makes sense. Go on, go on, Scott. We'll fix this all in post. I could have sworn I said after dark. No, we were talking about death did. actually. I guess that's dark. Which is well, that, yeah, death, death the is dark. Was dark, and and it's the afterlife. So I made that connection. Oh in my, my goodness! Hold on, Ooh. real fast. I have a question for all of you. This is very important. Okay, so the joke, the why did the chicken cross the road joke, right? Oh, okay. It says to get to the other oh. side, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you know that they're referencing (gasps) death, like to get to the other side, (gasps) and not like the literal, the literal other side? We might have to end this early. This is that was really dark. Yeah. So speaking of after dark, continue on. This sounds like something that some liberal came up with, and now we have to cancel the chicken. No, that's the joke. Or that's actually a way to test, like if people think, like think very literally, is to ask them questions like that. I've always thought it was to get to the other side, like it was just trying to go somewhere. I didn't know it was trying to off itself. Anyways, 
Hmm. Speaking of oh, after Scott, dark. please, hurry, tell a joke. D- did you know that Who Let the Dogs Out is about letting the ugly chicks into the bar? Yes. Um, that makes a lot of sense, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did that's not. It's sad because that was a song that I had Emily walk down the aisle to. <laughs> that's so much <laughs> I, I think no, that. I, I had no idea. Now I feel really bad. I really thought it was about real dogs because um, they're Me kind too. of like We're, Jamaican dudes, like the Baja dudes, and it kind of yeah. sounds like it's like a third world country that they're singing exactly. it from, and there's lots of, dogs, of dogs, like wild yeah. dogs. <laughs> I know that like, sounds Emily so and I, bad. Yeah. <laughs> Emily and I love dogs, and we're like, you know what, Let's, that's a beautiful Just song to walk down the aisle to. Now I feel really bad. I hope but it's a, really, it's a really good, it's very catchy. It's I'm really sure good. It means it. a lot to Emily and I. I bet. Woo. So speaking of dogs, um, please don't go on with that. <laughs> <laughs> we, we our our newest episode of uh, New Friends After Chris Dark just came got out it. with Tanya Gilbert, <laughs> <laughs> and um, if you haven't listened to an episode of After Dark because you know I don't know it, because Mary's not on there or you know whatever the case may be, you're really missing out on on something. These episodes that we do on Sundays, very silly, very funny, very relatable from an adulting standpoint. The Wednesday night episodes are also very, very relatable, but very relatable from a different aspect. Okay. We are hitting some hard hitting topics. Uh, we talked about surviving, um, surviving domestic abuse and all the, the, the things that come with that. And it was a fantastic episode. I, I, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I encourage you beg uh, just please check out our After Dark episodes. There's some really, really good and important episodes. The the Nick episode, uh, it's okay not to be okay, uh, where he talked about losing a child. Uh, oh my gosh, um, and and just the adoption process. And there's some really good ones. Uh, and and we're so excited. This is Pride Month, so Happy oh, Pride Month, everybody. Okay. And we're going to be doing a lot of Pride Month episodes uh, with just different different people in the uh, LGBTQ plus community. So we're super excited about that. Um, Sarah and her sister-in-law are going to come on. Uh, so that's like its own letter <laughs> yep. because it's like family, but not, you know, it's not like Kentucky type family, but it's, you know, still family, but it's not full by. It's like, I don't know. So we're, we're excited about that. Okay. It's, it's news was- to me, but I'm very excited. Was, you oh, said I, Kentucky, and I thought of you chicken. You never know. You I never didn't know. even know that was a state where weird things happened. I thought of racism. Yeah. So. Well, that's. Just kidding. I don't bash Kentucky. Kentucky's got good chicken. What I think that? they're like in the middle of the country where um, I honestly don't know any from, anyone from Kentucky. Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't even, I'm not even convinced that it's real. Could be like I that, know um, one person. Finland. One, who is one, it? Can you get, can you get them on the podcast? Is it Colonel Sanders? That would be a good interview. No, is it Colonel Sanders? That's the only one I <laughs> You like her, Chris? She's she's into you know collecting and and reselling oh, and stuff. Perfect. So yeah. Oh, oh we'll, we'll connect. We'll <laughs> connect. So Chris, do you have a home buying update for oh, us? Yeah, I'm so glad you said that. I am. Um, it is a Wednesday evening. 8.30 p.m. And I'm intoxicated, Scott. And you know why I'm intoxicated, Scott? Oh, good. Uh, not because I thrive to be you. It's because I um, lost another offer on a house, Scott. Yeah. Oh, no. So we have broadened our horizons on the home buying process. We wanted to stay within the town that I'm in right now, which is a nice town. Nice town. 
but all we can afford in the town that we're in now is like a one bedroom, half bathroom house. Um, because the prices are just insane right now. So anybody who bought a house before 2020, I hate you. You're like, like I, there's not anything in me that doesn't, <laughs> that, that likes you. Sorry. I, I hate you. Well, you didn't really buy a house. Was, Rachel did. It's different. Yeah, you different. didn't buy a house. Yeah, you live in the That's house. True. That's true. That's uh, true. So I still like you. You're just like a squatter. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> I think my wife says the same thing. So. <laughs> what, she watch you go to the bathroom? <laughs> just yeah. the cats, actually. Scott, just yeah, the Scott, cats. Scott does squat. Um, so. I think my my um, shout out to Kara, who listens, big fan of the podcast, my cousin's wife, Kara, at dinner, she described a scenario that would be easier than the home buying <laughs> process right now. Um, we'll cut this in post because I don't want to get arrested. So it would be easier to plan a home invasion, kill the people that lived there, and then assume their identities and then just live their lives in their home than to buy a house right now. And she said that and I, I shed a tear because I was like, actually, she's right. Um, she described how hermit crabs, um, which was actually very sad because it's really hard why to do, why think about you hermit crabs. Yeah, I know. So, so she, she, she described how hermit crabs uh, invade a shell, kill whatever's in there, use that shell of the house where I had no idea. I have, I lost a lot of respect for hermit crabs after I heard that. Um, and just send them over to Mary. She'll brutally murder they them. They deserve and, it. You know, Honestly, limb by limb. They deserve it. Pick I them maybe up feel a lot less bad for, for Carl, the hermit crab, whatever his name was. So, <laughs> it sounds like it's, it's Kermit, Kermit the hermit. Was, Sebastian. There was Hercules and there was Kermit. Okay. God. God. So strong. Hmm. Yes, yeah. You I, remember Ker Kermit. Kermit Hercules. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Hercules should be ashamed of himself. So they kill the whatever's in that shell because there's something in that shell, man. Like they, they don't just find the shell on the beach and like, oh, this is a good house. They put an offer in and then go. They they kill whatever's in there, <laughs> harvest the shell, buffalo bill that thing, and then they just live there. So I I I, I felt weird about hermit crabs after hearing that, but then I was like, I don't know. It was like three in the morning one morning. I was just up late at night. Um, after a couple of gin and tonics and I'm thinking, you know what? <laughs> I understand now. I understand why they do this. And so we are, we, I mean, long story short, I do see a family that looks, <laughs> looks on the weaker side. I think I could take them. That's good. And, and, um, it, that's a he hate couldn't. crime to beat up a family of little people. Okay, <laughs> uh, you know, don't pick out a TLC family and and take them down. That no, because usually there's one normal sized person, so I think it's okay if there's like one normal sized person. Just have Emily yeah, fight them. So, just yeah, have it's, Emily it's usually fight like the on. youngest son. He could move yeah. to Florida, yeah. Yeah. and then it, just you would have to fight somebody that's just like strung out, and they'd be fine. Oh, that's not a bad that's idea. True. And then just you know. That's a really good get, idea. Uh, I'll just, uh, uh, you know, buy a boat as well. So then when global warming comes in and just floods the state, I can just That's not a bad away. idea. That's just liberal propaganda. There, there is oh, no real goodness. such thing. Well, as you'll goodness. need your boat just in case. There's, just in case. Yeah, just in case. 
clearly there's no recession. There's no global no, no, warming. No. There's no COVID. There's no COVID. Know, there's, 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 50% there's no of the recession. show's been no. taken out by <laughs> yeah. it, but there's no yeah. COVID. Yeah. 50% yeah. 50% have it right now. 75 may have had um, it. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it might be easier to move to Florida, find a house fight an old person for their house yeah just, break I should a just hip. charm an old person I, th- I feel like i could charm an old couple you should look up who's like, in hospice i feel like you, in Florida yeah, you could get into a throuple with their houses. there are plenty of couples i'm just yes. gonna walk up to the house in the villages with a pie upside down pineapple in my hand say hey i brought you guys some dessert and um <laughs> and they look down they see the upside down pineapple and then i bash them over the head with it that's foreplay I, for the people in the village. What are you talking about? Yeah. I assume their house. And um, and then I'm a Florida resident. Um, and you also have the clap. Congratulations. And I have yeah. the clap, which yeah. I, I think treating that would be easier than uh, buying a house in New Jersey. You're not, you're not It's horrible. Chris, I think, I, think, I think if you just entered the yes. state of Florida, mm-hmm. okay, and wore... Uh, you know, a shirt with a Confederate Ooh. flag or something that's like either anti-Semitic, oh, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. racist, uh, homophobic, something like that. You immediately become eligible for like this home buying loan. Uh, like you get put on the top of the I list of the home buying gifted. experience yeah, in I mean, the state of Florida. Gifted a house at that point. Like, yeah, you are gifted a house by our governor <sighs> in the state of Florida because wow. he's like, we need more of you mm. into this state. So that may be something to think that's, about. Yeah, and then. Yeah, I think it'll you'll you'll get into the state a lot wow, quicker. Yeah, that's a that's a really good point. I might have to. Uh, Why do you think I married my Grady guaranteed house? <laughs> they don't come I any think, wider. I think that Mike or the house. What are you talking about? That's my Grady up. doesn't come any wider. He's white, whiter, whiter, whiter. I was like, man, yeah, whiter. I don't think he's that big of a guy. <laughs> Yeah, and I didn't know he was a racist. No, he's just very white. He looks like he could be racist. That's all that you need. You just got to play the part. uh, Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I've never met a Michael that's been black. Oh, actually. What? what? Michael Jordan. Uh, Jordan, uh, Wakanda forever. I don't know. Wakanda sometimes. Um, Yeah, so what I'm trying to say is if you're trying to buy a house, just live with your parents forever. Just don't even. Bad idea. It's not worth the heartbreak. Uh, we've had uh, we're zero for four. We're batting zero. Um, I'm I'm being sent down to the miners, meaning um, I'm actually in my parents' house right now. Emily kicked me out because I can't close a deal on a house. Yeah. So um, I'm starting to look at those. So I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Amish. The so if you guys um, ever been to an Amish marketplace, they sell those nice sheds mm-hmm. that look like little houses. Yeah, you can I'm, I'm, I'm starting to look at those and they're very but affordable. Isn't that just like a normal house for you though? Because you're small. Well, that, that's the pitch I'm saying to Emily. Like, listen, we could, we could realistically like have a life in one of these houses. Maybe two. Just butt them up right next to each other. Get a little sawzall and go down the, the middle of the wall. Um, really afford. Wouldn't even need a mortgage for one of those. Um, now the only bad thing is a plot of land in New Jersey is like half the price of a house. So that's the tough part. I don't think I, so the logistics are still being worked out, but I did go camping this weekend for the first time ever. And, um, so I think that like, I would consider myself an outdoorsman, 
So yeah, I think that sure. I would be able to survive. Like if we did put this this uh, Amish house in the wood in a wooded Ooh, area, like somewhere. off the grid, you're gonna live off the off grid. Off the grid, yeah. I love oh, it. Oh wow. I love it. If Mary can call herself a medical professional after two weeks of medical school, you can call yourself an outdoorsman by uh, one week. I think so. And uh, my parents sometimes. have outdoor outlets. So I can charge my power banks at night during. I love uh, it. You know, I love it. I see there. Yeah. So it's like they would never know. <laughs> I know where the blind spots are on the security cameras. So I would be able to charge my power banks, charge my phone. I'd have no electricity bill. So there's a lot of different options that we're going through right now. The Amish shed. Uh, I'm sorry. The Amish miniature house is definitely a contender right now. Um, don't think I want to do the homicide thing. I think Not that's yet. a little bit, just, yeah, yeah, no, I think that's a little too much. Like just so like, the Amish house is definitely the contender, mm-hmm. but we'll see. Either either that, either that, or, you know, we've established that your gay percentage is right about, it's teetering about almost to 50%. I think you can give some hand jobs and get approved and, and get into the house. I'd be lying choice. if I didn't start searching Craigslist forum pages for opportunities <laughs> that you just said. I love how you call it an opportunity. They're opportunities. It yes. is. <laughs> You hold the future in your hands, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Nick just renamed his penis the future. (laughs) When we come back, we've got a phone call from the sophisticated gentleman. And uh, Chris met the sophisticated gentleman this week. You're listening to the No New Friends podcast. You want to join a cult? Well, this might be your lucky day. For just $2 a month and a simple blood oath, you can join our clubhouse and become a friend with benefits. In addition to the amazing feeling of donating to the poor, you will have access to Patreon-exclusive content, live shows, and maybe even a behind-the-scenes look at my secret stash. To get started, head on over to nonewfriendspodcast.com and hit join our clubhouse. Can't wait to see you at the initiation ceremony. Oh, and in the chat during our live shows, of course. Hey, everybody. Why don't you give the old Black Lincoln Collective podcast a listen? We're funny, we're fat, and we're here 24-7 at blcpodcast.com. Anytime you want to listen, anywhere, all your favorite podcast apps. Of course, we have a YouTube channel where you can stream live with the show. Check out our shorts. We're funnier the less you hear of us. That's been a Black Lincoln Collective podcast at blcpodcast.com. There are three things that I hate in life. Taxes, nausea, and booking vacations. The first two I'm stuck with, but for the third, I use Sandpiper Vacations. Sandpiper Vacations is a small business that is LGBTQ plus owned and operated with travel advisors all over the country. Whether it's a cruise, a trip to a theme park, or an all-inclusive resort, Sandpiper has you covered. Oh, and I forgot to mention, it's free. Why book a vacation when you can have someone else do it for you? That's like choosing to take the stairs in a building that has an elevator. Leave the headaches of booking a vacation to someone else. Get your quote today at www.sandpipervacations.com and tell them that the No New Friends podcast sent you. Hi, this is Bruce Valanche, and uh, you're listening to the No New Friends podcast. Unless they look like Matt LeBlanc in the early days, he could be my friend. Welcome back to the No New Friends podcast. Um, as a reminder, please nominate us for Best of Orlando Weekly under the category Local Notables, Best Local 
podcast. Don't forget to check out After Dark, where it's going to be super gay this month. Super, super gay. And uh, we want to take you along on that super gay ride. Uh, we have a voicemail from the sophisticated gentleman. So uh, take it away, sophisticated gentleman. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. It's a beautiful day for a neighbor. Could you be mine? Could you be mine? It's a beautiful day to see Scott's yard. So many people there working so hard. Won't you be my neighbor? Hey there, Ananef Squad. I've been searching for Chris so I can make this deal with him in my new role as the devil. So I came to Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. I figured, hey, Chris looks like he's five years old, so maybe he'd be here. As it turned out, that creepy platypus puppet over there isn't him, and he's too fat to ride on that trolley, so I think I hit a dead end. However, while I'm here, it's worth talking about a children's TV show significantly worse than Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, namely Caillou. In the older audience, Caillou is a show about a bald child who doesn't really understand the world and doesn't try to fix that. Some might say this is a show about Scott. I personally disagree. At least the irritating animated Canadian child knows it's creepy to collect baby teeth and wouldn't spend a ridiculous amount on a tiny Beetlejuice sign. In some classic episodes of Caillou, the titled child whines about taking a bath, whines about not being able to steal from a school, whines about not being a baby anymore, and whines about not being able to join the circus. I'm sure you're noticing a trend here. Just like how there's a trend with more lawsuits being leveled against Florida's hospitals after Mary started tutoring. <laughs> Next thing we know, Caillou's going to be complaining about not winning a blue Velociraptor toy. No. It should be worried about so many bigger things out there. After all, in this housing market, anyone who looks younger than Caillou is really struggling. Well, I'm fired up now thinking about this horrible show. Off to the next stop where Chris might be. With all his weight gain, there's a Good chance he'll be at the next site I visit. Will you yell, I have a bomb in an airport for $5 and a firm handshake? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sophisticated gentleman, I think that was your best phone call. That was really, really funny. That was really, and, really, um, really good. It, let me, Caillou's a bastard. I hate that effing kid. Oh my gosh. And his, no, his parents are enablers. Can we I, talk about that? Does he, he have cancer? He should. He should. Oh, God. Yeah, like, can, oh my gosh. That was like, a serious okay. question. Like, let Jimmy Carter live forever and kill Caillou. Like, in the game yeah. of F, wow. F Mary Kill, yeah. um, I. No, you would Caillou, say Jimmy Carter. <laughs> 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 Scott's like F Caillou, F Caillou. No, kill Caillou, <laughs> kill Caillou. I also don't like him. <laughs> He's the worst. Sarah, did, uh, did Sarah? You've got kids, right? Um, <laughs> did they watch Caillou? Or are they too young fan. for Caillou? No, like I, I think they're too young for it. Like I very vaguely remember seeing it, but I don't remember what it's about. It, it's about this some whiny, reason. spoiled little brat. Like even. I grew up on Caillou. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So does Bastard's been whining about a house for the past four weeks. That's all we effing hear about on this podcast. <laughs> oh, you can get another house. I'm going to have to sell my sperm. You know, it's this whole thing now. Uh, and he's hoping that if he whines enough, maybe someone will feel bad for him and accept his extremely low ball offer. 
<laughs> oh. Why do you got to kick them out? I don't know. I don't know. I'm always down. Well, five the, for five, man. True. <laughs> the funny thing, Chris, is it, my son's 20, turns 23 next week. So he grew up on Caillou as well. And that's why I know Caillou. I yeah. can tell. No, my, whatever. Um, I'm just kidding. I wasn't invited to his birthday dinner. I'm salty now. Well, that's fine. I'll, I'll, uh, you know what? I will have salt on my margarita. Uh, just thinking about you in, in tribute for you. So, Chris, you met this sophisticated gentleman this week. I did meet this sophisticated gentleman. He's claiming that he's taller than me in chat. Maybe a half an inch. Maybe. He looked taller than you. Maybe. Oh, he was on. A, he was like probably on a step higher than I was. Okay. Um, so, I asked Ryan, hey, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? And he threw a curveball at me. He said, I want to go to the art museum. I was like, holy shit. Like, I don't even know if I'm allowed in that place. So um, I bought, I was able to buy tickets. We go to the art museum and never been in the art museum before. Never. So I don't know what they call uh, art museum etiquette. So the first thing I, uh, I say to, to uh, the sophisticated gentleman when we go into the art museum was like, listen, I, uh, this reminds me of the first time that I ever went to a strip club. I, uh, I listen, I talked to my, my friend who's been single all his life. I said, listen, you got to show me my way around this place. I don't know what I'm doing here. I said, I need you to be that friend today at the art museum. So like, just navigate, like this is a strip club and you've been, been here your whole life. And I'll tell you what, there was uh, more naked bodies in the art museum than there was at a strip club. Really? Um, yeah. I mark my words. We went so no booby room. tassels in the, oh, well, in the museum, well, just straight no. nipple. I, I walked into a room and, and, and the sophisticated gentleman can attest to this. We walked into a room. It was all naked women. I was like, man, Nick would hate this room. And then, and then, and then I'm looking around. I was like, wait a second. All the boobs are out. I was like, actually, he might <laughs> like this. He might like this. And um, then we went to like a naked male section. I was like, oh man, got to take pictures for Nick. Nick would love this place. So Nick likes boobs though. We took pictures. I don't yeah, know they if let they you allowed take, us to. Did they let you take pictures? We did take pictures. Yeah, we 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 so me 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 and um me and the sophisticated gentleman we walking through the museum, (laughs) having a conversation. Then he's like, "Oh my gosh, it's it's LeBlanc or whatever," and he'd like run over and take a picture. It's like, man, like I feel so dumb. I've never felt more dumb in my life, like not knowing what I was looking at. And then he's like, he he. Were you like, oh my he's, god, yeah, I'm it's a picture boobie. of the boobs. Like, oh, take a picture. Like, gosh, look at Statue's. Statue's got some nice knockers. You're like, it's like that's that's Cezanne. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, and, I knew, um, I knew that. I'm taking a picture. <laughs> I knew you were say something that'll make cutting room floor, but we'll we'll, we'll say we'll say that when we're uh, when we're not recording. If you want to hear it, join our Patreon. So we're we're walking around the museum, and um, and we did find some Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, not Leonardo DiCaprio. What's his name? <laughs> What's his name? Da Vinci. Sarah, Sarah just lit no, no, up. No, not Da Vinci. Oh my gosh. Was it Da Vinci? Who was the guy? Yeah, no, I think it was Da Vinci. Oh, it was, it was Van Gogh, not Leonardo yeah. Da Vinci. It was Van Gogh. Vincent Van Gogh. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Some, some European. You uncultured swine. Some European. Yeah, they some all European. sound the same. You may be the unsophisticated oh gentleman. <laughs> I don't need another nickname. I don't need another nickname. The oh, intro's been four minutes it. long. I love no, it. I know. I know. Yeah. The, the intro would take four months if you had another nickname. So we're, we're, we're having a serious conversation. We're going through, I'll, I'll tell you what, 90% of the art museum, and I think even Ryan, who likes art, can attest this, is bullshit. It's bullshit. Like, I could, I could literally sh- on a on a canvas and it would look better than half the stuff that's in the museum and uh so we're just you know browsing by it's like okay here's a you know no lady with, with you know with this and here's a landscape and here's a who knows what this is and then 
we see a Picasso. I was like, oh my gosh, that's, you know, I, I listen to a lot of Kanye West, so I know who Pablo Picasso is. And, um, and so we go up to the painting and we see all the strokes of on the oil painting. It's an oil painting, I think. I don't know. God, I'm guessing it's oil. Um, cut that, Alex. Just let me just say, just make it sound like I knew it was oil or just edit whatever it was <laughs> into this. Please. So we're, we're, we're looking it's at the Picasso. Like watercolor. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're admiring. We're admiring the, I'm admiring the strong yeah. paper. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, right. You know, what's cool is like, look at all these strokes. And I start like going, like I, I talk with my hands and I'm like, that's why I'm Nick like likes rushing. you so much. <laughs> I'm like, I do more with my hands than talk. <laughs> and I, and I'm, I'm, I'm like making these paint strokes on the painting. Like I'm Picasso, right? Right in front of the painting. And Ryan's like, yeah, you don't you really don't want to get too close to the paintings here. Like there's, there's like <laughs> sensors and alarms and stuff. So I'm like, my Tom Cruise Mission Impossible vision goes. I'm like looking at the ceiling, I'm just looking at the, for the other cameras. I'm kind of, listen, at the moment I was kind of calling bull because little did he know when he wasn't looking. I was like touching the glass. I was like touching the paintings. I was like kind of caressing them. I was like kind of he'd walk caressing. away and I'd like touch the frames. The frames were cool looking, and I was like touching to make sure there was glass on them because the glass is very transparent. I'd love to know the Windex they use because the glass <laughs> is very transparent. And even he made a comment, which uh, it was it was the you know the glass was crystal clear. You really had to like I, I took my phone light out and made the you know flashed against the thing. Uh, probably damaging his photo and uh so i'm like i'm like touching lick my finger a little bit to get a little bit of the moisture onto the glass to see if, it's, if it's really there uh, or not. sophisticated gentleman in chat is dying right now going oh, oh my god please say that this is an exaggeration so he did warn me about a lot of things. chris doesn't exaggerate on the show it's all true and i did mention to him like i've never been here before like i love the movie rocky so i did run up the steps and when i mean run up the rocky steps i mean like it took me a while because I could not run up the steps. I did walk. Okay, I didn't even walk. I had a drone at the time, and I flew the drone up the Rocky steps. Uh, I was at the bottom. I just took some pictures with the Rocky statue. Uh, didn't even know there was an art museum in there. I thought it was just like a bank or something. I had no idea that there was art in that, let, let alone like Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, Every time. Gotta bleep that. <laughs> Vincent Van Gogh and Picasso and Manette. And um, Monet, <laughs> Monet, Monet, Monet. Monet. Jesus, Monet. Remy, Ryan loves Monet. Monet. Um, love all right, ne coming up next on Remy's Roundtable, celebrity birthdays. And uh, sophisticated gentleman just took a lot of pictures. Um, there's really good pictures of art, but then there's a really cool picture of a groundhog. So please check that out if you're on Patreon. Um, never saw someone more fascinated by a groundhog than someone from Ohio in my life. Wait, was it a like, real groundhog? Yeah. No, if if Mary and I I've came never up seen a to it's a real see you and we went to Phil and we yes, oh, yeah. it's a real I groundhog. Agree. If we saw a groundhog, Chris, we would lose our ever. It's like when you people see lizards. <laughs> what do you mean you? When you people? people see lizards, like you lose your mind. <laughs> Every time I watch the State um, of the Union, when, I see a lizard, Scott. I'm, that's not. Wow. That's not. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> But when you see like the little geckos in in Florida, like those little house is, lizards yeah, or whatever, you know yeah, the traditional fast, land lizards. Yes. Uh, like northern people lose their ever loving mind. That and love bugs. If you're down in like May and September and see a love bug, you northerners oh, lose I your know, mind. I that was like a cute little nickname you had for me. I had no idea that was an actual no. thing down there. No, no, love bug. It's it's a real thing. So um, you're also also northern. Other things that northerners are just 
blown away by when they come to Florida. It's just all the racism and drugs. Yeah, that's right, continue. Chris. So the 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 hardest. So we we um I didn't even talk about how I got there. So I get I, I'm driving to the museum, and there's a circle to get you know in the front of the museum and my GPS because I don't know where I'm going. I've never been to this place. I live. 15 minutes from, but I've never been there. So I GPS to the parking garage. They're saying the parking garage in the middle of this circle that I, I, I rode around the circle three times and it was just all grass. And I'm like thinking there's gotta be a secret entrance. Like there's gotta be a secret entrance to the parking garage. And then after the third time I gave up, cause I think Ryan was wait. I think the sophisticated gentleman was waiting for me at this, at this time. It's all right. You've already done that in this segment, in this segment, Chris, you have said, uh, sophisticated gentleman's real name three times. You've dropped one F bomb and said the, uh, had dropped five S bombs. I'm keeping track. Chris used to be the one who never, never cursed, never Never had to worry about Chris slipping. It was always Mary that would slip. I mean, Mary has slipped on actual radio. We were on actual radio and she drops an S-bomb. Chris, we never heard Chris curse ever. Ever since we started After Dark, it's like a regular thing now. You know, I have to like bleep out every time you say. uh, Just make sure you write it down. Anyway, continue, please. I'm actually shocked that I, I said his name because I don't remember <laughs> his oh name. So I, after driving around the circle three times, I finally uh, meandered, meandered uh, behind the art museum, which there was a, as they would say on Remy's round table, strike two. I'll tell you what, there was a parking garage. that wasn't, it was underground. It was, uh, it was underground. Um, so I do go into this underground parking garage, park there, uh, meet up with the sophisticated gentleman. And first of all, his outfit was great. Great outfit, great hat. Had the Indiana Jones satchel. Yeah, he going. was like shopping in my. Yeah, he was like shopping in He's my. Like a mini Scott, but it's way skinnier and more handsome. Yeah. Wow. So we go into the museum <laughs> and like I'm worried when we first go there, and I did not talk to um, sophisticated gentleman about this yet. But we go into the first exhibit and it's like, there's, that's a curse again. <laughs> there's 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 just rugs. Like I'm like, oh man, like this this looks like when I like when we had the estate sale for my grandma. Like there was just like like, like I could have made so, like we should have donated this to here. Like there's just all these like rugs, rugs. Rugs are very expensive. Okay. And I wanted to touch the rugs so they bad won't let you touch like, them. They were they were not encased. They just oh. had like a little bit of glass in front of them. But like the the sides were open, so I was like, this is very tempting to just reach in there. They and, want and they're see asking the for of this it. Rug. Right, like, they had what? rugs in a museum. Did I miss part of the yeah, story? There's no, just rugs was, there, man. A, they have stuff. <laughs> there's so many different sections of this place. Like you can go to like one section and see a rug, and then another section and see Picasso. It's like, like an it, IKEA. It escalated very quickly. Yeah, it's like IKEA. Yeah, going into the first section with these rugs, very low expectations. I'm like trying. I'm like looking around all these 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 pictures, like trying to be impressed by these, but it's like something that like my unborn child could 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 create. And, and then my grandmother actually literally created with these rugs and, and quilts and stuff. So that was the first thing. Then it got a lot better. We go into like the second floor and the third floor. That's where they keep all the goods. Because the they know all the hoodlums like me. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, they, 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 they lock the boobs away up in the third floor, like behind the- <laughs> That's like There's the clearance. You got to put it in the back and make people walk all the way There's, through the store. There's Was was there a bouncer checking IDs to make sure that like it was- you know, adults no, but only. there was dressing rooms and I couldn't understand it until I realized what all the hype was about. And no one was trying anything on in there, Mary. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. People were getting things off in there, but not oh, trying God. things on. So we uh, we go through the boob room and we and, and you know what? Some, some co- <laughs> and, and subconsciously. It's like the back room at Blockbuster. Listen, we walk through that museum uh, once through every room. Could you not? 
that boob room we accidentally walked through four or five times and it wasn't even on purpose <laughs> i just think it was our subconscious just calling us back to that room and i was like I, it's I like you just have to stop and admire the art you know you have to stop in the eye of mart and take like pictures of all the different angles 75 photos were taken in that room that day and uh <laughs> created a beautiful montage for um the next time that emily's out of town so oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so we <laughs> Um, where were they going? Oh, the, the, the most embarrassing part. Um, so I told Ryan, oh my gosh, I told wow. this. <laughs> get it together, <laughs> Chris. <laughs> I told the sophisticated gentleman, I said, listen, Jesus. I've never been in a museum before. So you have to, you know, please guide me, please guide me. And, um, we go and, uh, he forgot to guide me. We go into this one exhibit. I guess it was an exhibit. I don't even know. Like there's pictures of art and then there's just rooms set up. There's like knickknacks and stuff. It's like, listen, I love myself a good knickknack. So <laughs> Chris is like, I'll offer you 50 cents for that gold one right over there. So so there's a, so there's a, um, I don't know, like a rail, I guess you'd call it. No, it was a rail. There's a rail and we're in this room, just him and I, it was very romantic. And I look over and I see this little like bassinet. And I was like, that bassinet looks like Emily's grandma's bassinet that she tried to force us to to keep one during her yard sales, like which we did not need because it was like it was like a 1920s wooden bassinet. So that's where I draw. Listen, that's where I draw the line. 1920s wooden bassinets. That's it. So I reach my arm over to point to it because I have to show him which one it is. Like there's there's furniture in the room, and then I hear like wah, 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 and I was like, oh my gosh. And, uh, and I, I've like, if you ever saw one of those videos of like, um, uh, some, like, a, like an, uh, like an illegal, um, immigrant coming into the country and like somebody like trying to rat them out or something, he just starts sprinting away. I don't know why I made that reference, but anyway, let's just, let's just say if you ever watched a video of, um, Bo Jackson getting a handoff and running very fast. I thought you were going to say Bo Jackson getting a hand job. And I'm like, where's that video? <laughs> Why do you want to watch that though. video, Scott? Um, I want to send it to Nick from Sam Parker Vacation. Ryan was faster or, than that. Uh, getting out of that he was like, videos. I can't be seen with this person. Oh, the sophisticated gentleman was faster than that. And I'll, t I'll tell you what. He looked at me. He goes, I'm pretty sure they're going to send a guard our way. And, I, and then I got very offensive. I was like, what, for pointing at a bassinet? Like, like, look at my arms. Look how long my arms are. I can't even reach anything over this rail. Like, I think, first of all, I can't even reach anything over this, over this rail. So me pointing. Yeah, Chris is lucky that they don't put him in the T-Rex exhibit with the little hands. <laughs> no, honestly, pointing at this thing, like, causes no harm. There is nothing in arm's reach. I am five foot six on a good day wearing a, a healthy-sized shoe. And there's no way I can reach anything. And even if I did, it wasn't anything special. It was a piece of wooden furniture. If I touched the furniture, God forbid, I touched the furniture or sat down on the couch because I was tired and my legs were tired. I just want to sit down on a couch. Is this before or after you were licking the paintings, though? Because this maybe they were that. watching <laughs> you and they just had this a was, tag on you. Yeah, this was, this was after. Um, and then, so for the rest of the time... Um, he did have me like um, mentally handcuffed. It wasn't physically handcuffed, <laughs> but he did have me mentally handcuffed. And like he watched my every move. And like there was one exhibit where like they didn't have the railings and stuff. So he's like, hey, uh, just to let you know, like he just give me a heads up. Like, just heads up. Uh, don't walk like on that exhibit. <laughs> and, you know, it's very tempting because you, you see these things like like there's really comfy looking couches there. 
And like, I, I feel like I'm an Ikea in some of these sections. Like that, that not that like Victorian couch looks very comfortable. Yeah, you got to test it all yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. And um, <laughs> they shouldn't have no railings around something that they don't want to climb. There was only one sign that I saw in the whole place that do not touch. Was it on a person? And it, it was, it was, it was on a person. So the rest of the stuff, in my opinion, was on limits. So like I'm slapping stuff. Like you know when you go down like Home Depot or Walmart, and you go to the mulch thing, you start yeah. slapping the bags. Yeah, yeah you yeah. gotta yeah. give it a good <laughs> snap. You do. Like, or pressing the try me button yeah. in the toys. Yeah, like, there's these marble archways, and I'm just like giving them like little, giving them little slaps. Like oh man, that's some that's some good that's some good sturdy architecture right there. And uh, I can just tell Ryan could not wait to get. Uh, oh my god, I could just tell that this. <laughs> I could just tell that the sophisticated gentleman just could not wait to get out of there because um, it was like bringing a kid to um, to like a like a, a Broadway Strip show. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's a way better comparison than than, than what I brought up. Uh, and they just want to touch I could everything. see the sophisticated gentleman just highly tense because again he's the sophisticated gentleman for a reason he knows museum etiquette he's enjoying the finer things in life and like you know you you look you touch with your eyes you don't point you don't touch you don't get too close and you know here's here's chris hitting all the try me buttons oh i love touching stuff it was like oh man it was like at the aquarium when you go to that little exhibit where you just st- stuff your hand in the tank to, to touch the urchins and stuff um oh and i no, that was the <laughs> It's the starfish. The urchins was another story. So you touch a starfish and stuff like that, and then you, you pick them up when the when the when the person's not looking. You like give them a little kiss, give them a little give them a little starfish kiss when they're not looking. That's how I felt in the art museum because like it's like there's a guard in every room. So when their back is turned, you're like oh, let me like let me kiss this Picasso painting real quick. Let me lick it real quick. <laughs> let, me kiss, let me kiss this Picasso because guess what? How many people do you know that kissed a Picasso? Now you know one. Now you know one. I didn't throw any paint on like those pita like those pita protesters though. It's well, that's good. That's good. I, I did kiss it. Yeah. So I, I know you like to shop. I do. Uh, that was like when when uh, when I brought you to my resort and, and all that. You're like, oh, I got to shop. Like yeah, we bought, did so much yeah, shopping while you were. Do you shop more than like a depressed woman? Um, I, did you? I, I'm hearing that you asked. Uh, the first thing you asked was that you couldn't wait to see the gift shop. Is this okay. is this a real thing? First thing we go in the museum. We hear that there is a, not a Da Vinci, what's his name? Van Gogh. There's a lot of Vs. Uh, there's a Van Gogh there. And I was like, wow, that's awesome. Is that a gift shop? And um, and so I was like, listen, sophisticated gentleman, we have to hit the gift shop before we leave. That's my favorite part of, of, of um, anywhere, really. Life. Even hospitals. Even hospitals have great gift shops. Okay, but they so, do. I can You'll see, never I, find you know a more I, odd combination of things in a hospital lie. gift shop. Yeah. I don't it's lie. True. Um, so I'm like, yeah, we got to go to the gift shop. So there's four minutes left until the, until the art museum closes. And he's like, hey, do you want to go see the last Picasso painting or do you want a gift shop? And I was like, um, gift shop. So we went to the gift shop <laughs> and uh, I did buy a hat. I bought a postcard and then I distracted him because there was this urinal that he really wanted to see, which I didn't understand because I have an irrational fear of urinals. But there's this urinal. It's an art piece that he studied in college, um, and there's a graffiti on it. And uh, I, I distracted him very strategically, and I picked up a magnet, put it in my pocket, which I was very, very scared about because I didn't want to think I was shoplifting. I've never stolen anything in my life except for accidentally at Whole Foods with that that bag. But so I, I, I strategically <laughs> distracted him, 
and I put it in my pocket and then took it out. No, I did not steal it, sophisticated gentleman. I do know I did not steal it. I took it out of my pocket and paid for it. I'll show you the receipt. It's in my bag still. And I, I did buy him a magnet of the urinal that we did not get to see. Because I felt really bad because we walked through that boob section like six times. And that probably took away, <laughs> took away like a lot of the – I was like, I don't think we saw this section yet. We just kept walking through that boob section. And uh, I did think that took away like a good like five to seven – minutes of the where we could have walked down and saw that urinal and uh i do want to tell you that if we did see that urinal i probably would have had a panic attack and you probably would have had to call 911 so it's probably for the best that i just bought you the magnet instead right <laughs> oh my god <laughs> jesus wow sounds like a i just great don't like time. to use people's real names it was a really good time and i kid you not i can't wait to go back to the art museum i loved it i absolutely loved it and I'm mad that I loved it because Emily's been wanting to go there for years with me. I was like, nah, I'm not into art. And I'll tell you what, I am so into art now. I loved it. It was amazing. <laughs> that the, the glass of that Picasso painting tasted like nothing I've ever tasted before. That's schnozberries. <laughs> that, that urinal, is that the, uh, the fountain for the, for the, the Marcel Duchamp piece? It is a Duchamp, Duchamp piece. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. I'm seeing it. That's, there, you say graffiti. There's literally it says R Mutt, yeah, fourteen seventeen. Yeah. I'll tell you what, that's it, and it looks like an upside down. It looks more like an athletic cup than it does a urinal. Yeah, I wonder if that was actually just in the bathroom. That's why I didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, I don't use public bathrooms. So I would have never seen it. Museums will make money out of anything. I, I would have never seen it because I never set foot in there. But it was a really fun time. It was awesome to meet him. Um, nicer guy in person. Than, uh, than, than, than online, which is hard to believe. Because he's a really nice guy awesome. online. Wow. Yeah, great guy. I re Listen, I recommend anybody to hang out with this sophisticated gentleman. If he's ever in your town, hang out with him. Great guy. Awesome. All right, when we come back, we've got Jersey Man, Florida Man, and Mary's got a parent fail that she's going to share with us. You're listening to the New Friends Podcast. If you'd like to hear all of our episodes, all of our past episodes, just visit our website, nonewfriendspodcast.com. All of our links to all of our old episodes are there. If you didn't understand an inside joke or just wanted to re-listen to something, just check it out. It's nonewfriendspodcast.com, or you can check us out on all streaming platforms. Picture it, St. Augustine, Florida, 2022. You're on the Night Watchman Ghost Tour with all of your ghoul friends. The air grows colder, you turn the corner, and there she is, Ghost Mary. Okay, you probably won't run into Ghost Mary. Um, you may see a ghost named Mary. I'm not really 100% sure, but the tour guides for the Night Watchman Ghost Tour from Sea America Tours do know it is the only 4D ghost tour in St. Augustine. So if you have ever wondered what a ghost smells like, well, now is your chance. And right now they have a scary good deal going on. Enter the promo code NNF, as in no new friends, and receive 25% off your Night Watchman Ghost Tour. So visit them at seeamericatours.net. That is S-E-E, -E, americatours.net. Okay, bye!
Hey there, Scott here. You all know I like to spend time wandering the neighborhood on my my big wheels or hanging out at the park with my fedora and my Bud Light. So I don't have time to clean my own house. That's why I've been using I Believe Services for the past six, seven years. And they're the best in commercial and residential cleaning. They're also doing carpet shampooing at such a reasonable price. Just check them out. That's IBelieveServices.us. Give them a call, 407-928-4595, and tell them that the No New Friends podcast sent you. Hi, this is Mark Christopher Lawrence. You're listening to the No New Friends podcast. Welcome back to the No New Friends podcast. As a reminder, please nominate us for uh, Orlando Weekly's Best of Orlando competition. And here's the thing: you're it, it, you'll you won't hear me talk about it for a couple of weeks, and then when the nomination list comes out, then we go hardcore. Please vote for us. So. I don't want you to be confused that like there's always an Orlando Weekly competition. This is the nomination period, and then we'll remind you, please vote for us. Um, we'd really like to win something, uh, or at least top three. Just get us into the top three. Help us out. Share once the voting comes. We'll talk about that when the voting comes, because I know we'll be nominated again. The word history comes from ancient Greece, first used by Aristotle. Historians seek knowledge of the past using historical sources. I use Google. This is The His with Alex. Chris touched on Duchamp Fountain, and if you're not sure what that is, it's time for some history. In the late 1916s, Duchamp helped found the Society of Independence with a group of artists. They planned a large exhibit that would have no jury to control what artists could display. All they needed to do was pay a membership fee. Duchamp had the idea, with the help of several friends, one being fellow board member Arensberg, to submit a piece of controversial art anonymously. Duchamp purchased a urinal from J.L. Motts, a sanitary fixture supplier. He presented it as a ready-made fountain. The urinal was placed back down, with a signature on the top reading R. Mutt 1917. The piece was rejected by the board. The board stated that an object intended for bodily waste could not be considered art. Arensberg and Duchamp resigned out of protest of the board's actions. A few days later, Duchamp brought the fountain to Steglitz, who photographed the piece of art for the blind man an avant-garde magazine published by Champ and his friends. The May issue, which debuted the photos, defended the work of art. Duchamp and his friends then produced the first data periodical in New York. Duchamp's profile in art circles rose dramatically in the 1950s and 1960s. A new generation of artists identified his data period work as presidents for their own. In 1963, the Pasadena Art Museum organized the first retrospective of Duchamp's work. Addressing the growing number of requests from galleries and museums for works to show, Duchamp authorized a number of replicas of his original ready-mades, many of which have been lost. He authorized replica of Fountain in 1950 and 1963. In 1964, the gallery Schwartz reproduced Fountain, along with other data period works by Duchamp. In 2004, Fountain topped a poll of 500 British art experts as the single most influential artwork of the 20th century and had Picasso and Andy Warhol's work. You guys ready to play Jersey Man, Florida Man? Sure. Thank you, Mary, for answering. I appreciate yeah. it. Anytime. I dropped all my anxiety meds on the floor. <laughs> it's very important. It's very important. I had to stop the podcast for that. <laughs> Count them. Make sure they're all Listen, there. I deserve to be calm, not my dog. <laughs> 
dates are filled with people who suck So it's time for us to play New Jersey Man versus Florida Man Every week, Ryan brings us two news stories. One is from New Jersey, one is from Florida. It's up to us to figure out which one is which. Take it away, Ryan. Hey guys, this is Ryan, coming to you from the No New Friends newsroom, located this week at Chris's birthday party. Aww. Pretty good turnout for Chris's birthday. Who knew he had friends? I keep seeing the number 28 everywhere. Is that how old he's turning, or are we just celebrating how many pounds he's gained this year? <laughs> Either way, he seems a little low. Aww. Well, Scott just showed up. He just came from his daughter's graduation. I was a little surprised he was able to attend the graduation. We all know he's not allowed within 100 yards of a school. Oh. <laughs> I wasn't sure he was going to make it to the party because he's been sick lately. Don't worry, he did test negative for COVID. But have they tested him for kennel cough? <laughs> that seems more likely. Wow. Why is he unpacking everything over here at Chris's? I guess his wife only booked the Airbnb for one day, even though they're staying a week. <laughs> Looks like he's unpacked 14 condoms for some reason. Pretty sure it's a lifetime supply for him. He's mumbling something about having to stay in the white ghetto. <laughs> Remy is here, you know, from Remy's Roundtable. <laughs> Mary was invited, but didn't show up. Classic Mary. <laughs> Alex is here. Hey, Alex, what's up? Hola. Hey, guys, I'm the guy that edits the podcast. <laughs> Even Bubba Job is here. He must have scammed his way into a plane ticket. Bubba, don't drink that. That's not drinking water. Wait, Nick is here? I didn't see him show up. That's right. Nick always comes in the back door. <laughs> well, looks like it's time to open the gifts. <laughs> Uh, he opened mine first, which is a new cell phone, because apparently his cell phone doesn't work because it takes him three to five business days to text me back. <laughs> Scott got him a hosting podcast for dummies book and a Baby Gap gift card. <laughs> At least he got that gift card a lot quicker than I got mine. <laughs> Let's see what Mary got him. Mary couldn't be bothered to be here, but at least she sent a gift. A warm white claw and a dead hermit crab. <laughs> Man, I hope that hermit crab was alive when she put it in there. Looks like Remy got him a six-month membership to ChatGPT. <laughs> the sophisticated gentleman got him a box for him to live in under that bridge and a urinal with the name R. Mutt on. <laughs> Sarah got him a dreidel. That's a fun little fidget toy for him. <laughs> Looks like Bubba gave him a card full of pine nuts. Chris's wife Emily got him a scale and a, and a Zumba DVD. No subtlety there. And last, let's see what Nick got him. Looks like Nick got him a step stool so he could reach his box of wine. <laughs> a book called Goldie Cox and the Three Bears <laughs> and an ABBA CD. Looks like Nick's really trying to bring up that gay percentage. Anyways, they're bringing out the cake. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Chris ate that whole thing in one bite. He ate the candles and everything. While we clean up this mess, let's get into this week's Jersey Man or Florida Man. And for our first story. A man who robbed the same grocery store three times in six days is finally caught by police. And in our second story, a man claims he broke into a house to hide from a ghost. All right. So we've got uh, hiding from a ghost and uh, uh, robbing the same grocery store three times. Uh, Chris, that was all about you and your birthday. What do you think? <laughs> hiding from a ghost, Florida, because um, if the people aren't dead already, they're almost there. So I feel like that the average age in Florida is up there. So definitely ghost Florida, other one Jersey. All right, Sarah. Um, I'm going to agree, but probably because the people in Florida are hallucinating. I feel like it always circles back to drugs at some point. So I'm gonna, I agree. I'm going to go with that. drugs and pedophilia, drugs and pedophilia, <laughs> Florida. Uh, Mary, your thoughts. Um, I'm going to go the opposite. Um, yeah, I'm going to say that the, 
the ghosts and the house with the ghosts that could have been Chris. I don't know. He's just looking for a place to stay. <laughs> so that's Jersey. Um, and the grocery store is Florida. Yeah, I'm going to agree with Mary. I think that only in Florida is someone dumb enough to rob the same place three days in a row, mostly because they're on that math. And that's probably why they're doing that. So again, we circle back to either drugs or pedophilia, Florida. And then uh, the ghosts, I just feel like um, that would be a Jersey thing for sure. All right, let's find out the answer. So our first story was from New Jersey, where a 34-year-old man robs the same grocery store three times in six days before police finally catch him. I guess New Jersey police are really leaning into that three-strike rule. So that means our second story is from Florida, where a man is in jail for allegedly breaking into a home because he claimed a ghost was chasing him. The irony is the house he broke into was haunted. And in other news, an Oregon man alleges that a Red Robin restaurant employee put semen in his salad in retaliation for alleging racism. Tossing a salad and having an end covered in semen sounds like the end of a good date night for Nick and Sean. Anyways, that's it for me this week, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much, Ryan. Wow. That, I think that joke broke Chris. <laughs> oh, that was good. Wow. Wow. That was good. I don't think it was in, wasn't it a joke. <laughs> it Those are the best ones. <laughs> Those are the best ones. Uh, Ryan, always, always amazing. Uh, thank you so much. Mary, you had a parenting fail this week. What what happened? Uh, I mean, I have a parenting oh. fail every week, but this is just one of those things where like karma circled back and like it was like the long con for me. Like it just came back and got me. Uh, remember a couple weeks ago how I shared with everyone that maybe I backed into Caleb's car? Yes. Yes. Yep. Allegedly. Allegedly, yes. Um, so I've been... So, <sighs> I've been paying him to to do my deeds for me, like running other children places, you know, because that makes sense. Wait, um, you've been paying? Hold on, hold on. I know. So you've been paying I know. He's him. supposed to pay for he the got ticket. A speeding know, ticket. He got a speeding ticket. And so part of his punishment was to be carting around his kids. Is this you my parenting fail or is this you just yelling at me for being a terrible parent? I'm in. Uh, listen, I'm in a bad mood. I'm a salty tonight. And so you're lucky that I'm not. Anyway, continue. I'll... I'll well, I, okay, so I had the vid, right? I, I got COVID. So I don't, I can't, I was tired. I didn't feel good. And Zoe had her little boyfriend came to visit and I was like, perfect. Caleb will give him a ride home. He'll be happy to do that. And I sent Caleb $25. I zelled him 25 bucks. And I'm like, hey, I need you to take Zoe's boyfriend home, but it's to his dad's house, not his mom's house, which is why I sent you $25 because it's a little further. He, he called, he called Mike Greedy and said, Hey, I'm actually not going to, it's, I'm, it's too far and didn't do it. And, and he kept my $25. He jacked me for 25 bucks. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. And I, I had some beefaroni. I was not happy about it. I was very grumpy. And so then... So she negotiated and uh, paid him 50 instead. No, he refused. Mike Reedy had to take Zoe's boyfriend home. Yeah, Wait, I know. how do you refuse at he 16 years old? Uh, he had a, a date. He was busy. Yeah, he has a girlfriend. He's very busy. Also, he's like twice my size. What am I supposed to say? So <laughs> the learning opportunity for the speeding ticket is nothing. Uh, parents are going to pay for the ticket. They're going to tell me that I've got a card around the kids, 
but I don't really have to do that. And I made money off this. Here's here's the best part. He like ghosted Mike Greedy for a couple of days. Like he was like not like returning oh. texts and stuff. He was at his mom's because he thought we were mad at him. And he thought, right, I was mad. I was bitter. Um, but then he said, like, you know how like, Scott, you would understand this. Do you and Rachel ever get in arguments? And like your way to fix it is you just say something dumb. Like, you're like, ah, the cheese we have in there looks good. Like, you just, like, make up a really terrible, like, conversation starter. That's basically... Yeah, like, calm your tits. Yes, we. I think we talked about this. I've definitely done that. The way that he, like, tried to smooth it over was, he was like, hey, so, you know, maybe my girlfriend and I should come over and, like, hang out or something. And I'm like, that's the last... The last thing that should happen. I'm not catering for you, too. You already jacked me for 25 bucks. But I agreed. Come on over. Um, Mary. Listen, it gets worse. You're setting yourself for the next time. This is where it gets worse. And I, they wanted ribs because that's what she likes. So I was like, Instapot, my greedy, let's do it. It's fine, right? So we're going to make, I, for some reason, I felt like I needed to make amends, even though I didn't do anything wrong. I know, I know. So get the Instapot on and popping, right? It's making ribs. The Instapot breaks halfway through making ribs, guys. It just turns off. Breaks. And I was like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? We have 57 kids and they all want ribs. They're starving. Whatever. We open it. I'm already afraid of an Instapot. It's going to blow up the house. It's going to happen. They are. scary. Um, I guess my greedy didn't notice that it was opened and went to go move it and dropped it. And all the ribs fell out of it onto the ground. And this is where I really got kicked. He's like... He's like the guy in the office with the chili. <laughs> yes, that is. I, that's exactly what it looked like. Here's the best part. Dexter just happened to be walking by when it happened. And he just looks over and goes, oh, you hate to see it happen. <laughs> just kept walking. And I was like, I don't, well, I don't even know how to like, and I already put out a nice charcuterie board and like a spread. And I was like, guys, we may just be having charcuterie tonight. And Caleb has the audacity to be like, oh, like, he just couldn't right. believe it. Um, so the only option was to buy another Instapot and more ribs and just start over again. But oh my God. what I'm trying to tell you is I'm a terrible parent and my kids own me. Um, they do. So they do. Would, and you, you have opportunities to make it better. And acknowledging you, you have a problem is the first step to fixing it. Let, uh, me, let me guess. He also got a raise in the Corgi coin allowance uh, for this month. I don't even want to talk about it. Like, please love us a little bit more. I mean, it rain, that's the only way coins. I can get my kids to love me at this point. It's fine. Grayson still loves me. He's cute. It's fine. And that's it. I mean, it's fine. They're not in prison yet. So, <laughs> but we live in Florida. Give it a couple more years. Yeah, give it some time. Give it some, some time. time. Yeah, that's it. It's fine. You hate to see it happen. Chris, you got any cliff notes? I do. It's been quite the show. A lot of stuff's happened, so nothing can stop this little boy from recapping the day. The Chris is Cliff's Notes way. Oh gosh, this first one's mean. So we started off the podcast talking about Jimmy Carter. He's still in hospice. We feel like he's ready to die. I mean, come on. At this point, the doctor's just dragging him along, prolonging his dying body. Sounds a lot like Scott with the No New Friends podcast. Oh. <laughs> oh, boy. Then we talked about how he met with a sophisticated gentleman. We went to an art museum in Philadelphia. 
it wasn't because we were interested in the yard. It's just like the only one of the only few safe spots in Philadelphia that does not put you at risk to be on the opposite side of a homicide. So it was just a safe <laughs> place. <laughs> we talked about how when I reached my hand over the railing, the alarm started going off and alerting everyone around me. That's how I described it on the podcast. But when I called Scott to describe the experience to him, I told him it was the same sound that it makes when he goes within 100 feet of a screen. Police swarming everywhere. Mary talked about how she had an Instabot fail where her husband dropped the Instapot and the ribs went all over the floor. It's a really sad story. Um, the only thing whiter than cooking ribs in an Instapot is Scott's neighborhood. That's <laughs> <laughs> very true. Very, very true. Yeah, not many other things. We talked about my home buying experience and the likelihood of me being able to buy a house. Um, things that are more likely than me being able to buy a house is Jimmy Carter dying. <laughs> Mary being able to make the show each week for the next month. <laughs> <laughs> and Scott becoming the breadwinner of his house. Oh. <laughs> the governor of Florida announces candidacy for president, uh, even though he has a horrible, horrible track record. Um, that's like me throwing in my throwing my hat in the race to become the head of the housing development. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, all these house buying jokes just seem so relevant for me right now, considering. The only thing that is harder for me to buy a house right now is Nick during Pride Month. Oh boy. Happy Pride Month, Nick. <laughs> and those are my cliff notes. <laughs> it's been quite the show. A lot of stuff's happened, so nothing can stop this little boy from recapping the day. The Chris's Cliff's Notes way. Oh, that was good. That was really good. Sophisticated gentleman has said this episode is now officially longer than uh, your mu- museum visit. So. Yeah, it is. We, we, uh, it was true. One little spark of inspiration is at the heart of all creation. Right at the start of everything that's new. One little spark amongst a few. Hey, it's Alex from Diz His. You know me, you know Joe, you definitely know Chris, and you know Jen. Well, we're the host of Diz His, the Disney History Podcast. Every week we take one Disney subject and go over the history, as well as our insight on the subject. We talk about other Disney topics, as well as what's new in the news. You can find us on all podcast platforms, or go to our website, dizhiz.com. That's D-I-Z-H-I-Z.com. And we're on all social media at dizhiz65. Chris, what do you got coming up on dizhiz? Oh, coming up on dizhiz, I want to tell you what's coming on me oh my gosh wait let me rephrase this it's pride month scott um i want to do something a little more special for nick as we all know nick runs an lgbtq plus friendly travel agency so what other what better way to celebrate pride month with nick than instead of me coming to him to book a vacation this month, I'm like, you know what? This is a really important month for him. I'm going to let Nick come on me. I'm going to let Nick come to me. So uh, Nick came to me and I never thought Nick coming would be as jarring as it was. Jarring in the best way possible. I don't want to say that it was jarring in a, in a horrible way or a bad way, but him coming was just like, it was just a really nice to see him here with me. And I look up to him after he came 
And I'm like, Nick, this is just like, this is a beautiful thing. I, I understand why you do this. I understand why you are the way that you are. I understand why you're a travel agent. So him coming to New Jersey was um, really neat. And I understand his passion behind him being a travel agent and just letting people come to him to be able to book things for him. I was able, I'm just really fortunate and lucky to have him able be able to come to New Jersey to, and let <laughs> so me, you know, help him with him, I mean, his traveling, you know, yeah. let him, you know, just house him for once instead of me asking him. If you want to <laughs> feel, if you want Nick to feel the gratitude of you coming to him to book your vacations and the <laughs> relief that you get after coming to him, uh, because you don't have to do any of the hard work. He just does all the work for you and you just, just come right to him and he just does everything for you. Go out to sandpipervacations.com and get a free quote. Tell him that a new friends podcast sent you. Okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> this week on this is we're doing, it's <laughs> always the weird part this week on this is we're doing, um, we're doing our first of our villain series, which is a three month series. We're doing it the first of, I don't know, the first every month. It's like, yeah, I guess it's the first of every month. First episode every month will be mm -hmm. a villain this week. It is Maleficent. Uh, super hot villain. Um, She's a girl dragon. <laughs> what? I mean, like in the live action, mm. sure. I was supposed to stay in my head, actually. So tune in to see the history on Maleficent. Uh, we, can't, we can't pass this. So do you have a thing for Maleficent? Uh, wow. She's <laughs> Because the horns. Oh, you hate to see it. Because the horns. <laughs> Do you, does she make? She's just drawn. She's just. She's drawn very well. Okay. Scott. Whoever drew her has just a great like hand. Just like the statue. Drawing. Exactly. Exactly. If she was an exhibit in the museum, I'd probably be by maybe seven times <laughs> instead of the six that I was in by the boob exhibit. Hmm. Okay. I have a thing for dragons. All right, Scott. Keep just keep uh, going. Wait a second. Chris is starting. Okay, you know how like married couple when they're together for long a long time, you know, years and years and years, they start morphing into one. They look, they almost look alike. Um, Chris is starting to turn into me. Okay, he's now fat and he's into bestiality. So, uh, <laughs> Chris, a proactive approach: stay away from schools. Okay, and we're going to be okay. Stay away from schools. Stay away from parks, and uh, you won't fully turn into me. You can connect with Diz His. That's Diz His Pod on all social media. Uh, there is no website. Just listen to the podcast. Diz His uh, on all on all podcast networks. There's no website anymore. Website's dead. There's a link tree. It's uh, www.linktree.dizhis.com something. I don't know. Diz His Pod. Diz His Pod. Diz His Pod. I don't know. It's very confusing. Uh, but you can check them out. It's a great show. Listen to it. Because you're a boomer. Yes, it's a boomer. Uh, also, check out the Black Lincoln Collective Podcast. Two guys talking about random stuff. Super funny, just like us. Uh, and there's also a uh, a picture of their podcast in the Philadelphia Museum of Natural History. Uh, so it's very exciting. Very exciting. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you got to listen. Uh, you got to you got to join our Patreon and uh, watch the After Dark. And then you can learn all about the uh, Black Lincoln Collective Podcast artwork in the museum. Um, also, Don't Wreck Yourself, where uh, Ryan takes on the Internet and uh, debunks anything that, or, you know, they talk about stuff that's wrecking the Internet. I think those are the only ones that I've uh, I've uh, I talk about every week. Uh, Chris, what do you got? 
I love Studio 21, the baseball podcast with big country and see money breaking down baseball on a week to week basis. I don't have the time to watch baseball, but I have the time to listen to Studio 21. Then we have Big Beautiful Diz, which is a um, Disney YouTube BBD, (laughs) which is a YouTube channel that breaks down very old attractions and movie reviews, which I do not always agree with. But that's why you should watch because if you don't agree with them, just, you know, type hate comments in there like I do. I'm just kidding. I, I don't. I don't condone hate. Well, sometimes it's warranted, but not against Big Beautiful Diz. And lastly, with the Black Link. <laughs> oh God, I can't. I gotta go. This, is, this, this ending is breaking. I, didn't realize, I was like BBT. I I know, I know. He doesn't get it. Whenever I go onto the channel and I see the live recording of NNF and BBD, oh I'm like, whoa, God. is Nick is Nick in this? Is Nick in here? Um and lastly I have Remy's Roundtable, the Florida Theme Park Podcast. Talking about guess what, Scott? Guess what? Uh, celebrity Florida birthdays. Theme so. parks. Well, you wanna go back to- <laughs> You wanna go back in time? There are a lot of celebrity birthdays, but today a lot about Florida theme parks. So if you love Florida, if you love theme parks, check out Remy's Roundtable. And I make a guest appearance on uh, this week's episode. So it was super last minute, super fun, super spontaneous. So check that out. Uh, mental health moment, Mary. Where are we with that? Still on hiatus? Is it back? Season two? I don't know. Look, I'll talk to my, I'll talk to my dad eventually. <laughs> <laughs> my mental health is on hiatus as well, Mary. So I understand. Yeah, man. Look, I haven't talked to anybody. I've been dying slowly Get with it. the vid. It's fine. We all are. What what I love about the timing, what I love about the timing of his hiatus is he took a month off and uh, it just so happened to be mental health month. Uh, so he's like, <laughs> these people with mental disabilities. That's great. He was, okay, but he's actually doing research for it, man. Also, probably. Like, yeah. Hold your panic attack. <laughs> <laughs> I actually need to have time a paper out. Uh, he's, he called a Zach Morris timeout. Timeout on mental health. Uh, you can just snap that back into, you know, rub some dirt into it. Uh, anyway, so check out Mental Health Moment. Um, it's uh, it's on fun. reruns. So, yeah. Chris, reruns <laughs> is something that they did in yeah. the early days where they would show it. Mm. The olden days. They would show it like the 80s. The olden they days. They would show a show um, when it was on like hiatus. What, for what's the that? Show. Anyway. Uh, oh, interesting. You can check out all those podcasts. Uh, Sarah, Nerd Archive podcast, what's going on? <laughs> it's okay. Poor Lewis. Um, n- Nerd Archive. Uh, they're actually talking about the PlayStation Showcase this week. So they're going to be talking about everything Ooh. that was just announced. So that should be very interesting. And you can check them out everywhere, of course. Awesome. Maybe I'll buy a PlayStation. I, I have a lot of extra uh, house buying. There you go. There you go. Tune into that. There you go. Don't forget to check out After Dark, uh, or our second episode of the week, No New Friends After Dark Edition, uh, where we have some hard-hitting topics. Sometimes we do celebrity interviews, or sometimes it's just really silly and completely off the rails. Uh, so check that out. And then also check out our website. You can connect with us on all of our social media. All of our social media links are right there on our website. Join our clubhouse. Be able to watch these things live as they happen. Check out our really sweet merch. And don't forget to nominate us Orlando Weekly's Best of Orlando Competition. You know the categories. Just nominate us. That'll really help us out. and That'll make me happy. On behalf of the sophisticated gentleman, Game Master Ryan, our producer, Alex, Sarah, Chris, Mary, I'm Scott. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Okay, bye. Bye.